What is up, Familia? Dayspring here with an episode of Power of X-Men to discuss Wolverine 5. There was some leaked footage, and ah, I debated if I wanted to cover this on the podcast quite, quite a bit. I haven't posted any of the footage on any of our social media accounts because it was stolen information, and we're going to break it down here. On this episode, we're going to talk about everything that happened. Kotaku has an article that we'll read and dissect together. We'll also take a look at the trailer. And we'll, we'll talk about the footage that was shown there. Because, you know, I know this was a hack. This information was stolen. They were being blackmailed $2 million. If not, they were going to release the footage out on the internet. And I have to tell you... It's just created really good hype for Insomniac Studios for this Wolverine game. I mean, everyone is so crazy and excited about it. This is this is great marketing. Is leaking information the new way to promote your your projects now going forward? It just I saw the information. I didn't know what I was looking at. Multiple people sent it to me. And I clicked on the video and I looked at it. I was like, huh, what's going on here? Is this an old game that was under release? I was like, oh no, this is a PS5 Wolverine stuff. And I was just so elated with it. I know there are heavy spoilers out there, you know, in terms of the plot and some of the characters. And, and we'll discuss a little bit of them, not all of it, but just a little bit of the stuff I kind of find interesting, stuff that I don't think spoils the overall story. But I got to tell you, I have nothing but mad respect for Insomniac Games. I've been playing Spider-Man 2 since I got back to Miami. I've played Spider-Man Miles Morales. I played Spider-Man 1. Those are so much fun. And if you're telling me we are getting an open-world Wolverine game, then I am here for it. And, you know, I really wanted to do a video because I read all the comments, Familia, and someone left a comment saying they didn't think the podcast slash YouTube channel was giving off fan because I'm always complaining. And I've been reading comic books since I was in fourth grade. We're talking that's over three decades. And I'm here to tell you that there are cycles with fandom, right? If you listen to earlier episodes of the podcast when House of X, Dawn of X was just kicking off, we were very excited. We were very happy. I like to think I also am extremely hyped for X-Men 97 and all the Marvel Legends news that's out there. And I'm also excited for PlayStation's Wolverine game. But in terms of the comics, no, I'm not excited for the comics. They're just not well-written. I read original X-Men yesterday, and I was going to record a review about it. But I was like, you know what? This is just going to be me complaining for two hours because it was just poorly written. And spoiler warning, spoiler warning for original X-Men issue one. You got to be kidding me that Onslaught is a big bad <laughs> Onslaught with the Phoenix. I love Onslaught. I love the Phoenix. However, if you put them together, it's like giving me a D-list horror movie like Jason merging with Freddy. Oh, no, the multiverse is at stake. How's Wolverine going to solve that? It's an insult to my intelligence as a reader. I do not like being insulted as a reader. That is my biggest pet peeve. Tell a good story. And you could... Once upon a time, you could have argued that these issues were written for a much younger audience. I don't see a younger audience in the comic book stores anymore. 
all the younger audiences are doing are watching the MCU movies, which is great. Watch those MCU movies because they're fun. But in terms of the comic books, why are you writing stuff that's just pure garbage that not even an eight-year-old wants to read? Not even an eight-year-old wants to read Phoenix merging with Onslaught. No one wants to read that. So horrible. Hated original X-Men. But this is a long-winded way of saying because I saw some of the comments of people saying that I had been negative recently and because I was like, well, well, let me lean into what really makes me excited. You know what really makes me excited? Wolverine for PlayStation. I'm so excited for this. So why don't we take a look at the teaser trailer that was two years ago? I can't believe it was two years ago. And let's break it down. This trailer came out obviously before I was doing trailer reactions and news breakdown when we were just sort of covering the weeklies. So this is why we never covered it officially on the podcast. But we're going to look at it now. And then, as I said, we're going to read about the hacks that happened. And we're also going to talk about some of those leaks. All right, Familia. So let's dive in to the open world of Wolverine. Oh, I'm so excited. An X-Men open world game. I am so excited, which, okay, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but within the leaks, it did tell us that we were going to be getting an X-Men game in 2030. That's like six years away. And that's even if it makes its 2030 deadline, right? Video games, they they, they take a while. It's a, it's a crash schedule. So, uh, but I'm so excited for an X-Men open world game in the style of Spider-Man. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, let's take a look at this. Wolverine in the flannel with his hat. We're getting a Marvel Legends with this look. He's drinking. My man is drinking. Oh, oh, bub, don't don't pull out that knife on Wolverine. You have no idea. Don't do it. Yes. Oh, such a good trailer. Such a good trailer. Reminds me of X-Men 1 after Wolverine is fighting in the cage and he's at the bar and then he pulls out the claws on the patrons there. All right, let's zoom in here and let's see what we're seeing. Oh, so look at this right here. It says Madripoor. And then 104.8. All right, so these are two really big things that we want to talk about. First of all, is this a princess bar, right, in Madripoor? I'm guessing it has to be Madripoor and the princess bar because of that poster there. But 104.8 is actually the universe in which the Spider-Man, Sony, Insomniac games take place on. I mean, it looks like this says, like, FM. 1004.8 FM. So it's just like a nice little Easter egg there. But oh my God, are you telling me we're getting an open world Wolverine game that's set in Badrapur? Oh my God, that's so exciting. You have no idea how exciting that is for me. Oh, it brings tears to my to my face. Um, how much is that? What ginger beer? Ginger ale? Ginger ale's eight dollars in Madripoor? Ooh. I mean, I guess that's that's kind of standard. I don't know why I went. Oof. I guess that's kind of standard. It's not. It's definitely not post-pandemic prices. Post-pandemic prices will be like eleven, ten dollars, something like that in Manhattan. In Manhattan and certain parts of the neighborhood here down in Miami, vodka and whiskey. Oh, I would be there with him drinking. Oh, it looks so good. It looks like his tab is nineteen dollars of seventy-four cents. Not bad for as much as I think he's drinking. This looks beautiful. This looks so beautiful. I'm trying to zoom in and see if I don't if I see anything else. I'm not seeing anything else. All right. So now let's switch gears and read the article so we know everything that happened with the hack so we can talk about it. 
Wolverine PS5 gameplay leaks after unprecedented Insomniac Games hack. There's information on the game's playable characters, plot, gameplay, and so much more by Levi Winslow. All right, so let's dive into this article. Well, they've done it. The hacker group that breached Sony's subsidiary Insomniac Games on December 12th, demanding $2 million for the terabytes of data it stole, has published almost all of it online now that Sony has refused to open its wallets. This unprecedented hack contains all kinds of internal documents about the Spider-Man 2 developer's upcoming projects, including details on the Wolverine PS5 game. So it was a hack. They didn't want to pay it. it. They were being held ransom. And so these hackers just dumped all of that information online. And I have to tell you, $2 million, they could have spent this $2 million on marketing and it wouldn't have been as effective as this leak because all of this is really, really good. I mean, the entire internet is so excited over these Wolverine leaks. I, I, I'm telling you, this is taking something that was really negative, that was stolen, that was a violation and turning it into something positive in which it has just hyped up this game even more. At the time of the breach earlier this month, Ransom Group Rashidia said it had access to personal data of current and former Insomniac employees. Aww. Oh, that's not good. As well as character art and screenshots from Marvel's Wolverine, the upcoming PlayStation 5 exclusive that the studio is presently working on. Rashida gave Insomniac owner Sony seven days to pay up, but since the company didn't, the group followed through on its threats and released the stolen data. And it's bad. I don't know if it's bad, Kotaku. I, I would have added the line like, yes, they did release all the stolen data, but it kind of backfired and everyone is really excited for it. Listen, there are people who are working on this game who have slaved over the plot, who are slaving over development and production. And of course, that is a horrible thing that has happened. But the silver lining, again, is that it has created so much hype. You could have spent $2 million in marketing on, on web ads that no one cares about, and it would not have been as effective as everyone talking about the game right now. Everyone's talking about Wolverine. Everyone has unanimously agreed the game looks great so far. Everyone, and, and most people, I will say like 90% of the people, because again, this is the internet in 2023. We had to be aware of it, that some people are just always going to be angry about something. But I, I think most of us understand that what has been leaked is just very raw footage that's undeveloped and a lot of things are subject to change. But it looks so good. It looks so good. So what's in some of the files? According to the data floating around online and viewed by Kotaku, the files feature information on Wolverine's release date, which is 2026, playable characters and plot details, as well as animation and gameplay videos, design documents, and more. It's a devastating hack, maybe worse than the massive Grand Theft Auto 6 breach from 2022. Allegedly, there's even a bootable build of Wolverine in the files. As reported by the Australian cybersecurity site Cyber Daily, Rashida said that only 98% of the 1.67 terabytes of data is stolen, which contains more than 1.3 million files, has been uploaded. 
The remaining documents were sold, but it's unclear who bought them. A spokesperson for the hacker group told the publication that Insomniac Games and Sony were the specific targets, claiming money was the only motive. Yes, we knew who we were attacking, a Rashida spokesperson told Cyber Daily. We knew that developers making games like this would be an easy target. We were able to get the Dominion administrator within 20 to 25 minutes of hacking the network. Sony has launched an investigation, but it would be better in the backyard. Sony has launched an investigation, but it would be better in the backyard. Ooh, Kotaku reached out to Insomnia Games to Sony for a comment. Sony told BGC on December 12th that it was aware of the breach and was investigating the situation and believed no other SIE divisions were impacted. While this isn't the first time Sony's been hacked, this year is certainly one of the biggest in recent memories. Didn't they have their emails hacked too, right? Like Amy Pascal's emails were leaked where she talked bad about Angelina Jolie. Oh, how funny. I don't know what's going on with Sony. I mean, listen, I... I wouldn't even know where to begin with cybersecurity. So, you know, who am I here to like point a finger? But man, you would think someone like Sony would have really good cybersecurity. But this comment that they said that Sony has launched an investigation, but it would be better in the backyard. Ooh, and it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But again, I think I think Kotaku is. Here's the thing. When you're reporting stuff, you have to be objective about it. And I think this article, for the most part, is being pretty objective. But there is the, a couple lines here that, again, say, and it's bad. And again, to stress the point, I think a lot of people are just really excited for this game. We understand this is a hack. We don't want anyone to feel marginalized with it. But, man, it has made us all really, really excited. All right, so what was in the hack? Let's just go over some of it in broad strokes since it's out there. It's out there, and everyone's talking about it. So the first is that Wolverine is in a comics-accurate brown costume, and I got to tell you, I think it looks great. I, was, I had so much joy seeing him running around this open world, hopping around. It looks so much fun. The game... I think it's pretty obvious at this point that it is set in Madripoor. And one of the things that really makes me happy about this is that Brian Horden and Cameron Christian, who were the creative uh, directors and game director for Spider-Man Miles Morales, are working on this game. So it, it, we already know we're getting top-notch directors for it. And you can tell. We got some hints to the hand. And I wonder if that's going to open up the door for Elektra, maybe Daredevil. I mean... It looks so good. I'm so excited for it. All right. So let's talk about the real reason why someone like me, a crazy Jean Grey stan, is so, so excited for this. Our God Queen is going to be playable for five missions. And she's using her telekinesis. And it's big and it's pink. And she's just throwing things. She looks like she's wearing her outfit from Dark Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix movie with Sophie Turner. I was like, oh gosh, can we give Jeans another look, please? But it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter because she looks so good. My only criticism for this. Oh, I have to give a criticism there, right? My only criticism for this is that it appears that Gene is Wolverine's sidekick in this. And of course, if you're going to do a Wolverine game and you're going to have other characters play, well, why wouldn't you do a Wolverine sidekick? Kitty and Jubilee being his most famous sidekicks in the comics. 
But that's my question. Why is Gene playing the role of sidekick and not Kitty or Jubilee? Now, of course, this is all just raw data that's out there. And maybe there's something else out there that I didn't read and they're, they mentioned another sidekick. So it's quite possible that Gene is just playable. She's not a sidekick character and we will get another sidekick further down the line in the story or, you know, in another game. But the way I kind of understood Jean's role in this game, and we're going to read her bio. So your, your official spoiler warning is here. Three, two, one. So this is what we know about Jean in the game. Jean Gray is playable for five missions. She has an oversized shield health mechanic. She can dodge and create psychic shields, sprint, hover, fly, hybrid range of a melee fighter that uses psychic abilities and telekinesis. And so she's on the run from the Reavers, and they head to a bar, and the bar to and they head to a bar to decompress. And the woman that Wolverine is with is revealed to be Jean Gray from New York. Team X kidnapped Jean from her home several years ago, killing her family in the process. She lives on the road ever since and until Omega Red has finally caught up with her. However, Jean is done running and wants payback. So this to me does sound like a psychic. So you understand why I said the psychic role there. Maybe she will grow into a love interest. Maybe she is an older sidekick. But again, that's the only thing that's curious to me. I love. We know Insomniac Games does their own continuity for these games. I think this sounds really knit and grit. I'm so for it. Uh, her family being murdered is serving me end of Grey's vibe. <laughs> so I love that. Shout out to the comics. And that she has an oversized health mechanic shield for herself. It reminds me of Marvel versus Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds where Jean dies pretty easily but if she dies at full power she's reborn as Dark Phoenix in the gameplay I'm glad that she has a little extra because I, I hated how weak Jean was in that game so yeah we're also going to be getting that X-Men game in 2030 I am so excited for that how are they going to do something like that I was kind of like brainstorming that in my head. I was talking to my husband about it. I'm like, if you're going to do an open world X-Men game and you're already doing Madripoor here for Wolverine, where would you set an X-Men game that's open world? And it's kind of hard because with the X-Men, you have multiple locations that make them special. And one of the locations you'd want them to, to be in is Westchester slash the mansion. But then you're like, there's not enough going on in Westchester to merit a full-blown 50, 60-hour-plus game. And I've been to Westchester. I, I love Westchester quite a bit, but with the exception of the imaginary X-Men mansion, there's not much to explore from a gameplay perspective. Would you set it in Manhattan? Would you do Genosha? Would you do Krakoa? I would argue the same about Krakoa, though, because Krakoa is like just an island paradise. It just looks like the X-Men live there and they take gates at it wherever they want to. Are they going to do something like that where you have a base of operations like the mansion or Krakoa and you're able to go to other places? I think that kind of defeats the purpose of an open world map. My feels are they'll probably be in Genosha or Manhattan and they'll just have a base of operations there. If you're, if, if you're doing the X-Men, you, you definitely need a base of operations. You need a war room, you need a danger room, and you need a Cerebro room. I mean, that is just the very least of it. Are you going to be able to play as multiple X-Men characters? Are you going to be able to go out as a team? Who would be the playable characters? Ah, so many questions. But again, 
again, this has just lit the internet on fire with excitement. I'm sorry these hacks really did happen. It, it's truly terrible. I, there are hacks, leaks happening for Marvel and other companies on the daily at this point. And it's just so, it's really sad. But I got to tell you, again, something like this has just made us all so happy. We are so happy to be hearing that we're getting an X-Men game in like six years. I, I am sad that I thought Wolverine would be coming out for 2025, given the 50th anniversary. It looks like we're going to have to wait till 2026. But that's to be expected, again, with video games. I did, when I was at HarperCollins, I worked on the book Blood, Sweat, and Pixels and by a Kotaku writer named Jason. And he talks about how video games are a very hard, demanding process and sometimes up until even the release you don't even know if a video game is going to make it out there so if wolverine was planned for 2025 for the anniversary of the character it just got pushed back that's just how it goes i i, I would rather have a quality game it took us like how many years to get tears of the kingdom the zelda sequel it took us like literally almost like seven years just to get the sequel to breath of the wild and they use the same mechanics the same game mechanics and it took that long it's fine i'm, I'm happy to wait an extra year or two for a wolverine game but it's the x-men game i'm so excited about and i believe grace randolph said this on her live stream which was hire more people and get that x-men game out of the gate because i agree I, i'm ready to play it i want to play this x-men game we need goodwill for marvel and the x-men and this video game is it i am so excited familia i cannot tell you how excited i am i'm gonna go play spider-man 2 now i started playing it back in september however i had to go on the road for work and i had to hit pause so i'm gonna start from the beginning again with it i'm having so much fun with it but anyways familia how do you feel about this how do you feel about the Wolverine leaks online? Try to keep it as much spoiler-free as possible. I know I mentioned some big spoilers here, um, but let's let's try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible and discuss as a community. I am so excited at the prospect of getting an open-world game centering around Wolverine in Madripoor. I cannot tell you how excited it gets me. And... If this is coming out in two years, presumably we'll get X-Men 97 in the spring. So in another year, could we be getting X-Men 97 Season 2 and playing a Wolverine game on PS5? That would be an amazing year, especially if we get more information of the X-Men in the MCU because it will be post-Deadpool and if the Brevoort reboot goes well it could be a fun time to be an x fan Ooh, it's a fun time right now but i'm so excited for what's to come anyways familia drop your feels below and we'll discuss this community